We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch where it take us Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our response is amazing Our bases covered, yeah Yeah, you know you love it, our thoughts, they be off of the dome First to the second, the topics, they change like the weather Then you know we bringing it home We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch how we shine Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our responses be prime Our bases covered, Woo. Yeah, you know you love it, no limits to where we can go So do grab a seat Oh no, this ain't MLB, but you know it's time for the show All bases covered, my brothers, yeah, you know you love it We get it, yeah, we going in Yeah, we be focused like this is the bottom of night, baby You know we ready to win Sports and pop culture, we cover those things that Welcome to another Monday edition of the All Bases Covered podcast I got my trusty boy Josh here Sam is going to be running late. He's not feeling great right now. Maybe it's all that guilt coming up from earlier. Um, and then we're still what guilt are we talking about? Host, like to make an entrance. What, Josh? What, what kind of guilt are we talking about? I don't know. Just for being such a dick. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that kind of guilt. Just he felt bad. He thrown it all up. A dick today? Man, there must have been some drama today. Oh, man, I don't know. But here's Joe. While we wait for Sam to give me the all clear to to fucking dial him in, Joe and Josh have to spin the wheel of death today. But first, Josh, I want to know, you watched Terrifier 2. You finished it. I did. I, I literally just got done watching it. Okay. Okay. Now, I, dude, I, I don't handle gore. I don't have a strong stomach. Like, uh, I don't know if you ever watched. Like, there was one movie that was super gory that fucking bothered me to no end, man. It was uh, The Green Inferno. Did you ever see that shit? Uh, I don't think I, I think I missed that one. Yeah, I've seen that one. Okay. Uh, where the. So, Green and uh, in Green and Inferno, they the, like the rainforest. Yeah, they go into the rainforest. They get they get they run into a bunch of cannibals and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that movie was pretty gory. That one bothered me. Like not bothered me as in like I couldn't sleep, but like where I I felt sick. Like I don't have a strong stomach, so I feel like Terrifier two is definitely going to fucking make me sick. I mean, just just like the first killing, not not to give away too much of it, but like the first okay. kill that he has, I mean, he, he pretty much splits the guy guy's head open and all the blood, ooze, goo starts coming out. And then, I, I mean, obviously it, it is special effects, but it looks so fake as hell. Like... <laughs> I well, wish, it was I shot it was on a little bit more realistic. $50,000 budget, and the movie's made $10 million so far. I, mean, I, I didn't know the budget. I was just, I'm just telling you what I thought. I'm like, I think it could have been a, yeah. probably a little bit more better produced as far as some of the gore and, like, more realistic yeah. compared to what it, what it was. But, I mean, it's a horror movie. It's good. Uh, not, not the best uh, movie by far. Uh, there was a surprise entrance at the end with Chris Jericho. 
That was a shot. I'm like, no, what the really? hell? Uh, spoiler alert. Yep. So <laughs> that's, alert. Probably, that's probably where half the budget went to, is to pay him to play it three minutes into this movie. Fucking spoiler alert. I'm going to watch that, you bastard. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure if you pull up the, the cast, he's going to be on the cast. Come on. Uh, that doesn't mean it tells me he's got a three-minute cameo. I mean, he does have some eyeballs. So, but I, I will Ray, say, Ray. like, Lou, this is a perfect example of, I mean, yeah, it was a low budget, but I guarantee you the whole reason it's making so much money is not so much that it's the greatest film out there. It's all the hype. The buzz. Yeah, the buzz. People talking about yeah. passing out and shit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and that's real and that's quick, what, guys. Uh, breaking news: James Robinson has been dealt to the New York Jets. Ooh, that that just came across my ticker. Uh, that's huh. the uh, so James Robinson now a New York Jet after Brees Hall tore his ACL on Sunday. So that's I very wow. very so, interesting. All those Travis ATN owners in Jacksonville, he might be getting a huge uptick in work, and James Robinson now gets to go be the number one guy on an offense that's not been bad. They can run the ball. I feel like James Robinson's value goes, goes up. And everybody that spent big free agent dollars picking up Michael Carter, well, <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> so, um. All right, let me let me. Yeah, see if I, I, just, I just went to our our Yahoo League to see if anybody had them, and yeah. somebody already had them. I was gonna go sneak oh, yeah, in Billy on that one. <laughs> Billy got the James Robinson. So, all right, real quick, guys, nice. let me see if I can dial it and let's see if he's feeling better, and then we'll spin the wheel. All right, just just so to go back on that one movie, I guess it is a trend because even my 13 year old daughter, actually, it was been on TikTok on how bad and how gory that movie is. So, I, I agree. I think. There's a lot of buzz around it. All right, we got we got Sam here now. I think he's, he's feeling slightly better, possibly. I just told you that because I didn't want to fucking talk to you, bro. Oh, I see. I see. I, I see. You're still fucking pissy today. Uh, I guess. I guess the fucking panties haven't come out of a bunch yet. So, well, we're. We're spinning the wheel, so you know. Uh, let's let's get over it. Let's go. Um, spinning the wheel now. All right, who wants to go first? Who's going first? Fuck it, I'll do it first. All right, get it out of the way. Big bucks, no whammies. Big bucks, big bucks, big bucks. God damn it, you got off easy. We got the millennial. All right, so the millennial is you have to have one of those selfie sticks, right? And you have to live stream on Instagram Live or Facebook Live, whichever you choose, for 20 minutes straight while holding a <laughs> selfie stick. Hey, maybe I, I can I can I put two challenges into one? Is that allowed? That is allowed. All three. I could probably do all three. Halloween Halloween night, I can do the selfie stick. 
Chuck yeah. my can of tomato soup and go okay. knocking on some doors, singing, singing Christmas carols. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Done. All being streamed. Live. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So Josh has the millennial. The millennial will now exit the wheel. See what Joe gets. So do be something fucking tough. Come on, goddammit. Let's go. Oh, um, any given Sunday. Any given Sunday, please. Any given Sunday. I think it's waiting for you. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Joe got the juggalo! Joe has to dress as insane clown posse for Halloween. Joe, you there? I mean, that one's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that try, bad, but what's that? I was just, just trying to think of the costume, but yeah. So Joe, I mean, you could you can technically do all three in the same day too. I mean, you can do your Beyonce, dress up in your Beyonce outfit, then yeah. go into your Rick Steiner, twelve months of Steiner, the dog face gremlin, and then. No, it's not the calendar. The dog-faced gremlin is just a photo shoot, so he has to take, like, 15 Ah. pictures just as Rick Steiner. It's not the calendar one. Oh, okay. That's the one that's called the photo shoot, recreating iconic Hollywood pictures and making a calendar. So that that one's still out there. That one is still out there. That hasn't been – that one hasn't been dealt yet. But the Juggalo is now gone. The one I don't want is I don't want any given Sunday. That is the one fucking punishment that I don't want. I don't want to have to deliver that speech to strangers at a bar. (laughs) But that one is getting passed over every time. Like, Josh, you weren't anywhere near it. It was like six spots away from where you landed. And, Joe, it was like four spots away from where you landed. So... All right. So, punishments. Sam, you weren't here. Uh, breaking news. James Robinson's been dealt to the Jets. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, so big news for owners of James Robinson. How excited are you news. on that one there, uh, Sam? It's all right. Are you man. excited about that or no? <laughs> no, not really. Not really. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was a huge loss that you took with uh, Brees Hall, but at least they got somebody for it. I was hoping that they would uh, they would force Zach Wilson to throw the ball a little bit more. You know, see what, how his arm's like. Yeah. I feel like they're still going to baby him with Robinson and Carter, and now they're still going to baby him. So, and I guess it makes sense because he's 4-2, and two, right? Or 5-2 five five and two now. now. I'm sorry, 5-2, and two, I meant to say. I meant to say 5-2. Hey, just just so all the listeners know, I did say the Jets could be my sleeper pick. They could sneak in. Yeah, they were this year, hopefully this year, Cincinnati, right? I, yeah, that's exactly what I was saying, especially with that pickup with Garrett Wilson. And they had Elijah Moore last year, quarterback, same type of draft that the Bengals did. 
They don't have the receivers. I mean, that's because we didn't take a, a receiver in the first round either. Yeah. We didn't have the took Garrett Wilson in the first round. I mean, that was a year after that. Like, yeah. The year they took, uh, you guys took Burrow, you took Burrow and Chase. No. Same year, right? No, no we took Burrow, uh, Burrow and T. Higgins. Oh, it was, uh, Chase was a year after? Yeah, Chase was Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Burrow's number one, and then Chase was the number four pick. Well, so that that trade kind of fucks my topic that I uh, I had that I wanted to talk about, which was who's the backup that you want to own now, Dante Foreman, Khalil Herbert, or Michael Carter? Uh, obviously, nobody wants to fucking own Michael Carter now that James Robinson is going there. So. So I guess no, real not really. quick, uh, our fan for fantasy purposes here. In my opinion, Khalil Herbert is the guy to own because Eberflus has come out and he said um, that they're going to go with a hot hand, um, you know, moving forward. So I don't think that it's going to be all David Montgomery getting the majority of touches over Khalil Herbert. I really do because. Herbert is out-carrying Montgomery. His efficiency rating is through the roof. He's averaging like six and a half yards a carry. And I think the best recognize this, and they're going to be like, look, you know, Khalil Herbert gives us a better chance to win than, than David Montgomery, who is kind of plotting three yards and fall down kind of running. So I think Herbert, I think Herbert's the backup to own right now. Anything on the Bears right now? Okay. Yeah. I don't know uh, if I want to touch I, the Bears with that anemic offense. I'm taking that Herbert because I do think that he's going to be starring pretty soon here. I think I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be the dude. He could be. Is this the same type? Be. Is this the same type of uh, info that you're going to give everybody when you told somebody else not to uh, put Eno in? And he had a monster yeah. game. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I thought. You cocksucker. What about that? Yeah. What about that? No. You, the, yo. You know what? That. That's the problem. You did the best I could. Is usually pretty bad for you. Mike. Oh really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Actually, it is. Look, dude. I said. I don't want to get into it on the show, right? I now. think we should get into it on the show. Why? Because I. I. I what genuinely think that's the only way to to, to air the grievances. I mean, nobody really cares. We need, we need ratings. About. I don't give a fuck what you think or care, bro. It doesn't make a difference. If I want to say it, I'll fucking say it. Right? You don't think I, I don't need your fucking, you know, a, a advice or, or a okay to do that. I hope you realize that. 
Well, I guess I don't need the AOK to smoke it that gets left at my fucking house. Yeah, cocksucker. You know what he did, Josh? This piece of shit, right? I've been saving an eighth of weed at it, for when I go to Ohio that I don't have to go looking for anything. This asshole prick fucking, he, he smoked it all. It's gone. And I specifically told him, dude, just grab a little nug, have a little taste test. No, it's gone. So he, he, he and it's not about thing. the money, dude. I know you were like, oh, I'll just give you the fucking money for the. No, it's not the. It's not about the money. It's the principle. What, what's the What's the principle though? You don't like, smoke another man's weed when he tells you not to. That's the fucking principle. I mean, do you ever do you ever drink fucking alcohol when you're here? Absolutely. No difference. Same shit. So you're pissed at me for fucking smoking your weed. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You never specifically told me. You never specifically told me not to drink anything. Okay. And guess what? I do buy bottles for the house too every so often. So you can't even say that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Dude, Josh, this guy. He every time I I go over to go see my sister, my my mom. I'm 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 kind of pissed, so pissed that I don't want I don't I don't I'll go ahead and say I'm not there to see him because he's a prick he's a grade A prick sometimes man and guess what every time we order food we get leftovers shit I want to take back dude it's gone you don't take it back bro you don't it's pack gone it. it's fucking gone you don't dude fucking pack it dude it's so gone you, dude like and you know what guess what he 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 he'll he'll sit there and stare at it in the face as I'm walking out the door and be like oh yeah this motherfucker just bought a steak here. Dude, if you fucking leave food in the house and you're not coming back for like two months or three months, or that's all bullshit, dude. That's straight bullshit. You knew I, I was forgetting it, and you let me forget it. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you're out there smoking weed and the fuck. Yeah, it's the fuck. Weed that I, that you smoked you know, from me, I wasn't smoking it. So I mean, definitely you fucking finished it off on this one. I did, and it was fucking delicious. Yeah. Do you see this, Josh? And then he fucking, he, he'll try to get underneath your skin with little fucking comments all day, all week, whenever he feels like it, whenever he gets the urge to scratch his fucking asshole, he starts off. I mean, maybe, I thought, I thought we were supposed to mellow you out. You sound hey, like listen, a- I wasn't fucking talking to you. I said, Josh, your name's not fucking Josh, is it? Well, since Josh is being fucking quiet on this shit, maybe, I, I, you know, I don't want to have fucking dead air on the podcast. Oh, you see that? No, I, 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 I dead air like on the podcast. Well, for a minute. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I've had a deal with Louis. Uh, Louis leaving us at the bar a few times, not even telling us where he's at. He, he got he got the nickname of Louis Leave. The uh, twelve thirty. I got one better for you, one Josh. One o'clock. Uh-oh. One more. One more. One more. No, no, no. Fuck you, Mike. Bro, literally. Fuck off. This guy doesn't have the balls. To say that he can't drop me off at the airport when I'm flying out to New Jersey, even though he said he would, he's just like, oh, no, I can't. I'm busy now. And he's fucking downstairs in the basement jerking off. No, I never said I could drop you off. I Get the told- fuck out of here, bro. I had to take an Uber for no reason because you said that you would, and then you didn't. No. Sam, and lose the fans. He was probably high for smoking your weed, man. I can't hear anything. Yeah, I mean, I I would probably would have took the Uber. Um Especially last time I drove with Lou, we almost crashed and probably ended my life. So the Uber was probably the better decision anyway. Just just throwing that out there. There you go. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, he, plus, plus he, if he, he stole your weed, he probably, probably uh, couldn't see the street, he right? he wasn't jerking off. He was just high from your weed. So he, he's like, I can't fucking drive you. Where's Pretty much it, man. Pretty much it. So, Josh, Josh and, and, and Joe, I think this might be my last uh, podcast on air with you guys. Oh, here we go. Oh, uh, no, don't, see, you can't do that. You this got... guy has, see, and then, and then, and then he's going to uh, start off with some nonsense and fucking this and that, the other. Bro, I don't want to hear it. Did you really I don't want to fucking hear it from you. I don't want to hear it from you, man. Promises, fucking promises. I'm talking to fucking Josh and Joe, not you. All right, all right. We we can't have that because we you're a vital part to the podcast, Sam. You and Lou oh, started is it, this. Is he, Josh? Is he a vital part? Is he? I mean, I, have, I, don't know any, I don't know anything about quit. See, I can't deal with his personality, Josh. If you, were to, if you were to tell me that this guy could take down his obnoxious fucking personality down a couple of notches, then yeah, sure, I have no problem. No problem at all. He, but man, when you're constantly he's, a prick like Mike is, it's hard to do. But you guys are family. You can't let little stuff like that between you guys and family, you know? Like, me, me and my Dude. brother had some shit going on, and I I didn't talk to him for almost three months. We're slowly getting back talking, but, I mean, what he did is probably uh, irreparable, and I'll never forget what he did and what he said. But, I mean, family's family. That's all you really got, you know? So, Thank yeah. You. Well, I mean, thing. like I said, Mike... You know, you had to convince me to get on the show today because I really didn't want to be on the show. I was just going to send you guys a text and be like, yo, good show. I'll, I'll keep listening to it. You guys keep moving forward with it, you know? Well, I, I want you on the show, Sam. Joe wants you on the show. Mike could be his little dick for a minute and say he doesn't, but the, he really does. Uh, he really does enjoy you having it, especially when it comes to NBA. I don't know dick about it. You know, three times uh, as much as I do. So, we can skip the NBA talk. Huh? Oh yeah. So this is this is what the thing. This is what Mike does. Even when he thinks that he does, he's like, oh yeah, sure, we'll just skip it. Everyone's fucking replaceable. To Mike, every single person is faithful, regardless of what they bring to the table. That's goddamn right. Yeah. There you go. So then, Mike, this is the last show that I'm on. There you go. Get yourself a new fucking Indian fucking podcast co-host and and lick my nuts. I mean, I have, who knows? I, I might not bring a, another Indian on board. Fuck, man. Who knows? You're better I mean, off not, actually, to be honest with you. Get a fucking Chinese person that will be on your side when it comes Tommy to arguments. Maybe I'll get Tommy back on board. I yeah. don't know if I want to fucking yeah. do So listen, Josh, I've been, I've, been, I've been listening to this guy fucking harp about him and Tommy's podcast. Even when we started this shit 10 months ago, 11 months ago, 12 months ago, whenever the fuck it was, he just harped about Tommy, 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 Tommy. Well, Tommy used to do this, and Tommy used to do that, and we let's talk about that. Bro, I'm not fucking Tommy, all right? Like, when are you going to get that? Your fucking boyfriend is your business, not mine. Hey, when the ratings go up, I'll stop talking about it. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? Marvel talk to the new fucking couple. All right, guys. Let's move on to a new topic. I don't want to move on, actually. I want to literally get, get off, <laughs> off the air and call it done. Like, it's over. I can't do this no more. 
We'll we'll have to have an off-air conversation, Sam, because I still want you on here. Mike wants you on there, no matter what he says. Live on air. He had his Bill O'Reilly meltdown live on air. We'll do it fucking live. We'll do it fucking live. This is what an on-air meltdown fucking sounds like. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Blame it on on me for the fucking meltdown. Oh, I 100%. Man. This is what 100%. happens when you steal somebody's If you hadn't lead, acted Mike, the way you did or said the shit that you didn't, this never would have happened. I mean, you always talk shit, though, man. Always talking shit. Always talking shit about Ohio and how and how fucking Jersey is so fucking great compared to this stupid shithole of the city and state and fucking talking about fucking Jersey pizza all the goddamn time, New York pizza. You know, I'm so fucking sick about hearing how great New York bagels and pizza are. The rest of the world fucking survives without it. Maybe New York pizza and fucking bagels are so great because everybody there is such a fucking dick. That's what makes us assholes, Mike. Uh, I mean, that, that, they did say that, that New York and New Jersey people are the biggest dicks in the, in the U.S. So. That's not true. I, I, there's not a thousand that. that shit. No, I mean, I've I've always wanted to try New York pizza. I did hear it's uh, one of the best, and one one of my guys that I like to listen to, Dave Portnoy, fucking loves New York pizza. He loves, also loves that uh, New Haven style, and they got plenty of it in New York, apparently. Yeah, fuck you, Josh. Why are you trying to play both sides, man? I don't know. Fucking. They're always taking fucking Sam's side. So, you see this? You see, Josh, how he has to throw in little fucking bits, bro? Like, you, you don't know. After after the show ends, he's like, oh, well, oh, we should have just done this, and we should have done that. Yeah, well, you guys are not talking much. Shut up, bro. Just shut up. No one wants to fucking hear it. Our listeners want to hear it. Uh, I guarantee you they're gobbling this shit up right now. Just like uh, he gobbles the balls up all the time. Fucking choke juggler over smoke, here. And smokes everybody's weed. Oh, no. I'm, oh. I'm wondering if that Twitter guy is going to be like, man, that fucking snowflake did it again. <laughs> well, we did do it again because Sam and I have been fucking around the entire time. The entire I, time. Me and, yeah. and Sam are trying to make you and Joe as uncomfortable as possible. <laughs> <laughs> See, did, did I, I even text Louie. <laughs> I even text Louie earlier today. I think this is a bit. I think this has got to be a bit. <laughs> no, you didn't text me that. You you texted me. You thought that Sam was going fishing on me, but you had no idea that I was fucking <laughs> in on it either. So me and me and Sam planned planned this on Friday night after the show. That we were going to try to make you guys feel as uncomfortable as possible by bringing up a bunch of shit that didn't really fucking happen. And and then me and, and Sam were like, let's plant the seed this afternoon. So that was Sam's idea because I wanted to start it earlier. And he's like, no, you got to wait. Uh, you got to wait till later to fucking do it. And I was like, okay. So we, we waited till like 4.30 or so. And we, <laughs> and we slowly started the pot simmering a little bit. So I don't know if we got you or Joe. I don't know if we made you guys feel uncomfortable or not, but that's what we were fucking trying to do. The entire I mean, their, si- their silence definitely not, made well, them a little bit uncomfortable for sure. I was, to admit I was that laughing much, the whole time. Now I, I wasn't, I didn't feel uncomfortable. I was laughing the whole time and I put it on mute because I didn't want you guys to hear me laughing. Cause I thought this was comedy gold right now. 
Because <laughs> I, I, I did text Louie. It's like, man, we should air the grievances on air because that will put our ratings up. Because that would be funny that I shit. Said, and I was like, no, 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 it's too personal. I was trying to fucking still lean into it a little bit more. <laughs> so, so that's why I was, it was, I was a noble effort, the bear guys. a little bit to effort, get it going. Noble effort. Just... <laughs> but by the yeah. way, I think we can hear Josh's story about Joe. What does everybody think? Should we, get, should we put it on the poll? Actually, I, I, mean, I think we have to poll that one. But listen, Joe, if you are uncomfortable with Josh telling the story, I'm totally cool with rolling up to Josh's house and throwing hands, you know? <laughs> no, Joe's definitely I'm uncomfortable about the right now. Let's see. Uh, here's the, uh, where is it? Okay, should, should Josh reveal Joe's story he's tried to bury? <laughs> about Vegas. <laughs> Choice one, we got yes, and then choice two, we got no. You should put a third one and be like, hell yes. Choice number three is hell yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's see what our listeners have to say if they come through for us tonight. All right, guys. Um, Probably that's your big snowflake again. Um. The snowflake did it, man. He 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 picked it. We we're like, I was like, fuck it. Well, let's run with it. <laughs> exactly. Let's do it. Hold on, hold on. So, uh, here I'll tell you what. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Let's do this. So here, you want to hear the Vegas story? So, and I will tell you right now, this is not my recollection because I don't fucking remember shit. Okay. This is what was told to me. This is what was told to me. So, uh, fuck your couch, okay? Anyway, you never had any flashbacks that, like, deal those up your ass or anything like that, bitch? Ain't like that. You uh, didn't steal so, a tiger? You didn't so anyway, steal, like, Tyson's tiger? So, anyway, we got VIP at the, at the, uh, at, in Vegas. Uh, by the it was, way. Uh, the ex, it was the, the Luxor they, when they had the club the there. Tell the story, okay? Oh, anyway, LAX? So yeah, anyway, yeah, Mike and Josh, can you just shut the fuck up and let Joe tell the story? So anyway, Damn, we're not fucking I had to talk. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry, I got carried away. VIP. <laughs> they were down. Finally, we get VIP. We got fucking wasted. Uh, well, the the guy that was running the the bar or whatever hooked us up because he brought these uh, three Asian girls over and sat with us. Now, little did we know, it was three Asian girls. And one of them was married to a dude, so I think she was like male or bride, or he was male or bride. I don't know what. But anyway, so the one girl was all about Josh. Like I don't know if he showed her his hairy chest or what, but like, like she was mesmerized. Uh, so anyway, got fucking plastered. All I remember is I went upstairs and went to sleep. Okay, now. What I find out the next day is that apparently, while I'm passed out, Josh brings his his uh, Canadian, uh, Canadian Japanese, Canadian Chinese Thai. girl, uh, Thai. Canadian Thai. Thai. That's right, Canadian Thai chick up to the room, and they're back. Unbeknownst to me, again, don't don't remember shit about this. So fuck you guys. But 
apparently I got up and was like standing next to the bed like I don't even know what the fuck I was doing but anyway so that happened and then I guess Billy came in Josh already said Billy came in and, and hit Josh with a, a McGriddle or something like that in the back of his head um, and then I don't even know what else happened is there anything I'm missing Josh like what the fuck am I missing <laughs> Should I reveal the true story? <laughs> that is the true fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that was that was pretty pretty accurate, but there was some pieces that were missing. Here we go. Go ahead, so, fill them in. Let's go. Fill them in. So, uh, yes, uh, we get VIP at the LAX. Uh, we start dancing. Uh, we we buy a bottle. Because you have to have a bottle. Uh, we get, we drink. The guy the guy was like, "Yeah, I'll hook you guys up." Uh, yeah. And so we're like, "Okay." So when when we got to the seats, there was some like big black mama and her family, and we're like, "Oh, this is really hooking us up." About twenty minutes later, then we find out why. So fast forward, I I take the chick back to the room. And Joe's on the on the bed sleeping, whatnot. And before I, I start doing my thing, she's like, you got a condom. I'm like, fuck, no. So go back over and uh, start rummaging through Joe's stuff. And he's like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, dude, I need a condom. I need a condom. So he's like, fine. Gets out of bed, shuffles, finds it. Gives it to me. I go over. I go back over and start doing my thing. And like, you ever get the feeling of somebody's watching you? That's what I felt. So I, I'm laying on my my left side, and I I take my arm and I start like feeling the bet, and then I put my hand right on his his chest. Like he's leaning over, watching what's happening. And I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> So so he, he goes back into the bed, right? Five minutes later, I hear him get back up. He goes in the bathroom, gets in the shower. There's probably only reason one reason why you're getting in the shower. I don't know what no. that is, but uh so he gets out, he goes back, lays on his bed after a shower. Then Billy comes in. He looks at Joe in the bed. He looks at me. He sees the girl. Throws the fucking McGriddle at me. And then him and Joe leave to go uh, back to the casino while me and the girl had fun again. So that's the story of what happened in Vegas. (laughs) And like I said... Lock your doors when you're on Joe. No, I'm just kidding. We were in the same room, so... Go ahead. What's up? Because they said, I'll remember half that shit. So. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it was was a great Vegas story, so can't let let it live down. Wonderful Vegas story. (laughs) And Harry, like animals. Uh Yeah, I remember that story. Harry, like I mean, the other story we had in Vegas was with fucking Billy in the in the strip club. Fucking was that for Tommy's one? The, Josh, was that for yeah. Tommy's one? 
Yeah, yeah when he, when he, when he, he went missing for like an hour and a half. On his phone? Puked, oh puked in the VIP area and got a yep. piss. The guy's like, on one more phone. time, taking the guys all out. Yeah. Then then he leaves, and I guess, goes to the secret room. Gardner puked too, Josh. Gardner puked too. Oh, what a bunch of bitches. And then do you remember that we all had liquor jobs? You remember that, like, we dubbed Gardner the Prince of the Prince of Portugal or something like that, and I was I was his lawyer and chief counsel. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, that wouldn't make times. sense. <laughs> Why? Because I'm Asian. You fuck. Oh, I didn't say uh, you did. It. Some... <laughs> let's get back to some sports real quick. We got about 22 minutes to go as. As the majority of Sam and I's fake fake fight took took quite a bit of time, and then the, then the uh, awesome Vegas story. So, I, I and I know Josh and Joe, you guys are more familiar with college football, but I want to ask you guys: There's three former college football powers that seem to not be able to a find the right coach and b not be able to get back to their former glory. Glory. Why is it that? Texas, Miami, and Nebraska can't seem to get over the hump. Like, I know Nebraska the last five years has not been good under Frost, but before that with, like, Polini and and company, they were still going, like, eight, nine wins and going to bowl games, but they were losing to, like, the Ohio State and the USC's and, like, the elite, the elite, elite teams. But they, you know, and now Texas has Sarkeesian. They have top recruiting classes. They've lost three games this year so far. Miami is now losing to Middle Tennessee State and Duke after bringing in um, uh, Manny Diaz uh, from Oregon. Or not Manny, no, not Diaz, Manny Diaz. Uh, Mario, sorry, Cristobal. Mario Cristobal. Sorry, Mario Cristobal. Thank you. Um, and it seems like these three programs can't get right. Miami, Miami and Texas has had just as many head coaching changes the last 15 years as Nebraska has. And why can't these programs seem to get it right and get back on track? I mean, I think with Nebraska, I don't think they ever got uh, fixated with the Big Ten. I think they were still in the Big 12 when it was there. So okay. uh, I, I don't yeah. think they ever got acclimated into the Big Ten. They had a couple okay. of good seasons, but – they're just – they're not that powerhouse that you expect in Nebraska to be. Um, Miami, that that one's – that one I have no idea why. I mean, that was the premier college to go to. That's where all the boosters were spending a bunch of money to get these players there. That's why they were so yeah. good in the early 2000s because um, – And in the 80s, don't stuff. forget the 80s. Yeah, don't, don't forget the and and the, and the early '90s as well, and then they had like stuff that they went on probation for. Butch Davis brought them out of that. But since, here's the, since 2001, they have had one, two, three, four, five, six coaches now. Larry Coker was there. He won a national title. Um, he was fired in 2006. Randy Shannon came there. He was there for 2000, from 2007 to 2010, had a record of 28 and 22. Al Golden came. He was there for four years uh, or for five seasons. He went 32 and 25. Then Mark Ricks came. He was there for a few years. He was 26 and 12. 
Manny Diaz was there for three seasons. He went 21-15, and 15, and now Mario Cristobal is there. He's 2-3 and three so far this season. They just – I don't know. It feels like they just – they can't – and Texas is the same way. Since Mac Brown left, they can't get the right guy. No, I, I mean, mean I think had... Steve Sarkeesian, I, th- I think he's a good hire for Texas. I think he's going to get them on the right path. You, you look at the, the one game against Alabama. Two New York yeah. goes out. They end up losing last second, right? And okay. going back to that, that, that last drive, there was, there was a couple plays that I felt like the offense of line was holding and the refs didn't call it. Okay. And then go back to uh, this Saturday's game. How does a team not get one penalty? Not one. The other team, 14 penalties to zero. How does that happen in college football? You're telling me that team's completely disciplined and they're not going to jump off or line up in a wrong spot? Come on. Okay. I think there's some uh, conspiracy going on in the Big 12. They're pissed off that Texas is leaving. So. Well, that was – that seemed to be the case when Nebraska was leaving. If you watch some of their last games, when it was announced that they were leaving to the Big Ten, the Big 12 was uh, – there were some shady fucking calls uh, going on. So, I don't – not buy it. It could be. But it's still a ways away. You know what I mean? Texas isn't leaving until, I think, 2025 or so, right? And 20, they can at least uh, – 2024, I think. 12. Is it? Okay. I think that's uh, what they said. So 2024. Okay, I thought it was 2025 or so, but I, I'm, I could be wrong. Um, yeah, I don't know, though. Texas ain't getting over the hump once they go to the SEC. Not no. if they no. Not if they draw up the divisions like I, like I heard that they're going to be drawing up the divisions. There's no way that Texas and, and is – I mean, not only will they still be paired with Oklahoma, they're going to have to go through LSU. They're going to have to go through Alabama. They're going to have to go through other schools. Um, and I think I think Jimbo to... Fisher's on the the hot hot seat too. I think he's going to be out either maybe this year he might, or the next. Not this year. He they they owe him ninety million dollars almost. I think. Oh shit! I, I have to look. I have to look at Jimbo Fisher's contract, but they owe him too much money to let him go right now. Hey, hey Mike, quick question. Yeah. But when teams leave conferences. The reason why it's a, always a couple of years out is that so that the financial hit to the conference that is losing a team, it's not as big. Uh, not not just that, but the TV deals that are currently. Yeah, that's why USC and UCLA are leaving because they want that bigger revenue. They think they're they generate more revenue than the other schools in that Pac-10. You know. Yeah. They, but and they are right. It's, it's between. USC, UCLA, and Oregon, they're, dra- they're drawing all the money, not the other teams. Yeah. The others are just kind of skating off of them. Correct. So here is the buyout. Let me just tell you the buyout for Jimbo Fisher if they want to fire him. Uh, Texas A&M has backed themselves in a corner. Because he signed a 10-year, fully guaranteed contract extension on September 1st, 2021, that pays them $95 million through 2031. If Texas 
A&M fires Jimbo Fisher after the end of this season, it will cost Texas A&M $86 million. And there's no negotiation to bring that down? No. Now, I mean, if you're Jimbo Fisher, would you? Would you bring that down? I would be like, no, man. And here's the, here's the contract buyout. But doesn't it taint your image as a coach? No. I mean, so be it. He can retire. He can retire. Yeah, now. but he'll never coach again, probably. Yeah. $86 oh, no, million. I'm sure, dollars, I'm sure he'll get a job. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure somebody would pay him, too. But here's the buyouts for him. $86 million at the end of this year. $77 million at the end of 2023. $67 million at the end of 2024. It doesn't go down to single digits until 2030 when it's still almost $10 million to buy him out. Wow. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, the problem is a middling season last year where they, he won like eight games to give him a 10-year extension. On September 1st of 2021, they gave him the 10-year fully guaranteed extension. So, I'm sorry, but this is on Texas A&M. You know what? If you want to oh, fire, fine, fire. But you're going to be out a shit ton of money. for the net. Uh, You're going to be out $86 million this year if you want to fire him. And that will definitely impact recruiting for the school and other aspects outside of football. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's going to impact oh, absolutely. who you can hire and bring in. Because if you if you're spending eighty six million dollars to get rid of the next coach, do you think they're going to drop? Do you think they're going to hire a coach and pay him eight nine million dollars a year after spending eighty six million dollars? That was, probably can't afford to do that. Yeah, I mean that was so stupid to give him a fully guaranteed contract extension. There's there's two coaches that deserve fully guaranteed money, in my opinion, and their name is Nick Saban. And the other one is Urban Meyer because you know you're going to constantly win 10-11 games with those two guys. You're going to be competing for national titles, and that's it. Those are the only two coaches I would give fully guaranteed money to at the college level. Nobody else. Nobody else deserves fully guaranteed money. I mean, I wouldn't even say Urban Meyer deserves a fully guaranteed contract. I mean, he's been to two programs in – Yes, he might have might have did good in them programs, but he also put a bl- uh, big red stain on them programs too. I can't wait till that Florida um, documentary comes out. Yeah, I mean half of it was oh. about Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> you can see part of it right there. Um. Oh, you know what? Um, I I, I wanted to say this too. Um. But uh, I'm sorry. This is the question I wanted to ask. I'm sorry that came off disjointed. But what what stain did he put on Ohio State, Josh? There was no stain that he put on Ohio State, Josh, when he left. I mean, yeah, I was just talking about the it was, shit. Yeah, it was it was that. It was the the not dealing with uh, the one guy uh, that beat his wife. Yeah. Um. So I mean that that was a big red eye on, on Ohio State. Um, I mean, they kind of pushed it under the rug, a lot of it, but, I mean, it, it still was. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you, you, you deny, 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 and then come to find out you knew about it the whole time. That was That's what really got him. It's like, dude, you should have just came out and told the fucking truth. Yeah. You know? Instead, you lied about it, lied about it, went in press conference, lied about it, 
then text messages come out and say, oh, you did know about it. Hmm. What else did you know? Could you remind me again what happened with that, Josh? Uh, so one of the assistant uh, assistant coaches uh, had a domestic violence against his wife, and uh, and he didn't report it right away, right? Oh, and it okay. was just a big story, and then it finally got released that he got arrested for it because he was menacing the, the lady, and it just snowballed from there because uh, Urban Meyer denied knowing anything about it. He didn't know anything, and then come to find out he was told about it. Zach Harrison told him. There was text about it, and they were trying to cover it up. They didn't want it to get out gotcha. to leave, gotcha. basically, so – And it didn't look good with him doing that after what happened at Florida with him being the coach and everything coming out after that. So, Um, I know we only got about 10 minutes left here. So I do want to, I did want to bring this up since the world series starts on Friday, but the Yankees got swept by, by the Astros the Dodgers were bounced in the divisional series by the Padres. So you had two of the highest payrolls exiting before the World Series. Um, two of the winning and two of the teams with the best records. And the Phillies are here after firing their manager midseason. Um, I don't know, man, though. This feels like the Astros are going to win it in like four or five games. I don't know how you guys feel, but I, I, I feel like the Astros, the cheating Astros, are going are gonna to win this series pretty handedly. Uh, I don't know. Bryce Harper seemed like he was – he's on a different level during that series against the Padres. But, again, if we are talking about yeah. the Astros, their, their starting rotation – is fucking legit. It's a really good rotation, and it's going to be hard for for Philly to to compete with that. So, I think you're right. I think I think maybe they win one game. I think it goes five games for the Astros. Dusty Baker. The fact that Verlander is still spring. pitching so well at, at this age is just a little bit of a shock, too. You know. Yeah, and he's yeah. not the he and he's not the number one either. Right. That's like a like a up your sleeve type of deal. You know, I got something hidden up yep. your sleeve. Who's their number? Who's their ace? Is their ace? Um, fuck. Who is there? Who would you consider their ace? Because they got Lance McCullers, they got Christian Javier, Christian Javier, they got Jose Urquidy, and they got Franbar Valdez, and they got and they got Verlander. So I don't know out of that grouping who you would consider to be their ace. And they also got Luis Garcia. I mean, uh, I think it's Valdez. Like Valdez was probably it. Okay. Um, and they, they I think he's. Yeah, I think McCullers is like their third. I think uh, Berlander's two. McCullers three. Okay. Um, but it was the one. The one guy pitched uh, against the Yankees. So that's the second time he's been. Pitch against the Yankees within, I guess, the last month or so, and he didn't allow a run at all to him. So that that kid was lights out. Uh, and then the Yankees' top batter had Aaron Judge, one fifty two, in the in that series. 
You want to get and paid? Now, you want to get you want to get four hundred million dollars contract for ten years? You got to <laughs> produce in the off season or in the postseason. True, but you I know don't care what you do in the, the regular season. You gotta you gotta you you gotta make that money in the postseason, and he did not. He did not, but the Dodgers are rumored to be a top landing spot for Aaron Judge. And he is from so California. So it is the Giants. I think the Giants are in on him, too. They are. Barry Bonds op- came out openly saying that he would love to have Judge on the Jets. So, Sam, if you're the Yankees, do you, just, do you say, fuck, let's just blow shit up and let's be smart? You know what no. really sucks, bro? The, the The part that really kind of pisses me off is, again, like, at the end of every season, the Yankees have to hear it from everybody on what they spent on their payroll, literally. And yeah. every single year, they keep falling short. You keep, adding more money and more stars, I don't think is the answer anymore. Well, they don't have with the Dodgers. Yeah, I mean the, yeah. the Dodgers yeah. have pitching. They've got hitting. They keep spending more and more, and they've only had one championship to to bring home about. See, even at it, so, they still have one, though, right? They still got that one to hang their hat on, right? Like yeah. the Rams have this one to hang their – all the picks they traded away, the Rams got a Super Bowl win to say hey, to show for it. Yankees don't have dick, bro, for a long time. Yeah. But it, you know what? I don't even think it's all about the money because, I mean, I get it. Money is an important part. But looking at the 2022 payroll, okay, the Mets, okay, the Yankees had the seventh highest payroll. They're behind the Astros, the Braves, the Dodgers, the Padres, the Phillies, and the Mets. But you know what team took the Yankees to the brink? The Cleveland Guardians, who are twenty, who had a payroll of $22 million and were ranked second to last only above the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. I mean, you, it's, it's teams like that that go after – I don't know, uh, prospects that turn into things after a couple of years. I, yeah. You know what? The Yankees have always had a really good farming system, so I don't know why they can't churn out good players from their farming system instead of going out and, and signing your Stantons and your, uh, you know, whoever else, right? Yeah, I thought that was the biggest mistake that they could have did was go out and, and get Stanton. They didn't need them. I think that was a waste of money. They could have got bullpen help when they really needed it. Uh, there were rumors that they were going to go after Manny as well, like when he was on, like before he went to the Padres. Like uh, Machado, ridiculous. I, I don't think he wanted yeah. to go there though. He didn't want to, but I'm just saying, like, imagine if they had done that, and you still lose, right? Throw <laughs> all that, you still lose. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They just. Don't, oh. I, don't I think, think that I think the Yankees really player. need to in, like uh, bolster their. They're pitching, you know. Yeah, they do. They're, they're pitching is shit. I mean, they have Garrett Cole, and that's, I mean, uh, Caster. I mean, he's not bad, but he got injured the last game. So He showed up this year, though, right? He showed up this year. Who knows if yeah, he's going to show true. up next year. Yeah, you're, you're right. I'm just glad. I hate the I don't know, Yankees. man. I so gone are the days with the Yankees' bullpen. Gone are the days where the Yankees bullpen was loaded with star pitchers. Yeah, you know, and used to uh, strike fear into people. Like correct, Rivera, they knew the Rivera game. you know, Roger Clemens, David Cohn, 
There's so many of them. Well, they weren't both. So the, the difference between the Yankees then and the Yankees now is they had hitters that could just hit the ball and put it in play. Now yeah. they're and, but yet they weren't stars. Players like that block home runs, right? Paul O'Neill's and your Tino Martinez's right. and your and your Scott Brocious's. You had but you, you backed that up with just all star pitching, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, top, they're top pitchers at that time. So I'm looking at the 2001 Yankees who won the World Series, okay? They, they beat – Andy Pettit? No, I'm sorry. They lost the World Series to the Diamondbacks. Um, let me look at 2002. Um, or let me go back to one of their, their World Series years. 2000, sorry. They beat the Mets in the World Series in 2000. Their starting pitchers that year were Andy Pettit, David Cohn, Roger Clemens, Orlando Hernandez, okay? Then all, out of the bullpen, they had Mariano Rivera. They fucking had Mike Stanton. They had Jeff Nelson. They, I mean, they had, like, uh, the ERA here, Jason Grimsley. Uh, they're, they're uh, I mean, fucking Mariano Rivera that year, I think he had uh, – he had like 52 saves on the season. I mean, he was just – he was a beast. And the Yankees just haven't had those guys for a long, long time. No, One of like my I favorite said, Yankee pitchers was always David Cohn. Okay. Yeah, that dude was legit. So legit, dude. He, he was a good pitcher. Reminds me a little bit like of, of Verlander a, a bit. Because as they aged, they did well, even when yeah. they aged. Yeah. I would say David Cohn kind of reminded me more of uh, like a Tom Glavin uh, or yeah, a Maddox. That's a better comp. That's a better comp. That's a better comp. Is that, is that you? <laughs> I guess someone didn't agree with the initial comparison, right? Uh, hey, by the way, I didn't get to cover this, and we only got about a minute 30 to go. Uh, there's two things I want to say here, and they're both quarter, they're both quarterback related. First off, uh, Bailey Zapp should be starting for the New England Patriots, not Mac Jones. Mac Jones looks awful against the shitty Chicago Bears team. Uh, second, Geno Smith is playing lights out, and it leads me to believe that Geno Smith monstered Russell Wilson and took his talents when Russell Wilson left Seattle because Russell Wilson looks like a fucking third-string quarterback so far in Denver. Did you, did you notice one thing about Russell Wilson? Is it just me, or has he put on a significant amount of weight? I think so. He put on like a freshman fifteen. <laughs> Dude, he's got he 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 doesn't look as lean as he looked in uh, in Seattle. You can see yeah. like a proper little tub there, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, here here's the thing between like Geno Smith and Russ is you look at Geno Smith. He's been in that offense for how long? A few years now. Yeah, he was. And a, he, he was started backing up for a while. But he's, and he, he was you a go, you go to a new, years. you go to a new system. I mean, it, it takes it takes a quarterback a few games to to get acclimated to a new offense. Dude, let me tell you something, Josh, and, real quick. Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. Geno Smith no, has been the butt of our jokes for so long. That even like this year when he played one good game, I was like, uh, he's probably going to check to see if he has any el- college eligibility left to go back to college because <laughs> he's going to suck. So, so you know, like we can't we can't we go, can't go put Geno Smith Austin. Austin. We we can't put Geno Smith in any kind of butt jokes because there's only one butt joke quarterback 
Yeah, that's no, Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. <laughs> Goddamn. And guess what? They're both, and they're both Jet quarterbacks. I know. I know. We draft shit quarterbacks. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, oh, I, I, you got to give Russ a little bit longer. He didn't play any in the preseason, and I think that hurt. Um, I think that's starting to hurt a lot of teams. They're not starting their starters, and it's taken these players three, four weeks to to get. Yeah. Acclimated to the offense and and what they want to do. A good example is the Bengals. Look at the Bengals. The first yeah. few weeks they struggled to score. Now look at the last two weeks they've scored. They figured something out. What worries me about the Bengals though is if you put Joe Burrow in shotgun all game long, you know what he's going to do if he goes under center and you're going to they're going to fucking run the ball. Like what the fuck? Come on. You yeah. got you got to do a little bit smarter play calling there, Zach Taylor. I mean, don't yeah, give away what some, you're going to fucking do. There's still some kinks to work out for sure. Um, going back to Zap real quick, I, I think uh, I think Bill Belichick's playing the long game. I think he wants to lose a couple games and move up the slot. That's why he's playing Mac Jones. Dude, they look. He looks like shit so far, and he just dude. He looks terrible. Yeah, I I mean I. I the Patriots defense also is not holding up because Fields is slicing and dicing them right now all over the place. But um, yeah, dude, I, I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't, I, Bailey Zapp had the Patriots rolling. He started what? Two games for him. Yep. They, and I know was it two or three? Was it three I think he games? came in relief. He came in relief for one and then he started two. Oh yeah, you're right. He came in in relief against the against the Packers, which they lost in OT when he was there. They lost to the Packers in overtime, um, and then and then they came. They uh, then the Patriots beat the pants off the Lions, and then they beat the shit out of the Browns, thirty-eight to fifteen. So and Zap that was the game Zap against the Browns, where Zap threw for three hundred plus yards and two touchdowns. That was his coming out. Yeah, part. I mean, he, he played better than freaking uh, Lamar Jackson against the Browns. Yeah, he did. I don't know, man. I feel like fucking Mac Jones, sit your ass down. Fucking let's go Bailey Zapp because, uh, you know, it wouldn't be the first time a quarterback uh, was drafted in the first round and lost his job later on. I mean, we've seen it. We saw it with fucking Josh Rosen. We've seen it with Baker Mayfield. We've seen it with Sam Darnold. So, Jones might not be the guy. But all right, guys, that is all the time we got and over a little bit. Uh, thank you for listening. We will be back at it on Friday. As a reminder, uh, there will be no Monday show. Trick or treating is for the kids in some neighborhoods on Monday. We also have the Bengals Browns Monday night game. I know we're doing trick or treating in the, our neighborhood has trick or treating. I thought it was over the weekend. I thought it was on like Sunday, but it is on Monday as well. So. No show Monday for Halloween, but we will be back at it this Friday. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, everybody enjoy the rest of the day. And thanks for fucking with us, you bastards. So I'm going <laughs> hey, to keep buzz the for buzz you. for myself Josh. this week. <laughs> we cover all bases, basic, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch where it takes us Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our response is amazing All bases covered, yeah Yeah, you know you love it, our thoughts, they be off with a dome First to the second, the topics, they change like the weather Then you know we bringing it home We cover 